The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. All righty, welcome to the broadcast. How in the world are you? Thanks for coming along for the ride today. If you'd like to participate, you can dial 888-900-3393. You can follow me on Twitter, at JeffyMRA. You can follow me on Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. You can follow me on Instagram, at JeffyMRA. You can follow me on Snapchat. I think it's JeffyMRA. One of these days, I'll figure it out. The rest of the family is all Snapchatting. I have an account, but I don't mess around with it. There's only so much time I can spend putting little flowers and cat faces on my on my face and snapping a picture of it and say, <laughs> oh, it looks so funny. Anyway, it's out there. You can follow me on that. Maybe, you know, when I start Snapchatting, uh, snap, just Snapchatting crazily, or I buy those new $120 uh, Snapchat glasses. Have you seen those yet? Pretty cool. Put the Snapchat glasses on, links up to the phone, push the button, Snapchat 10 seconds, it goes right to your posts on your Snapchat page. I, I kind of like it. It's kind of cute. Through the eyes of the Snapchatter. Welcome to the Blaze Radio Network. Michael Pelka is uh, the guy that's on the air before this show. Now, you know, he's on Monday through Friday, right after uh, middays, right after the Glenn Beck radio program. And then he, you know, he throws, he's, he's kind enough to give us an extra show on Saturday mornings. And, and doggone it, we appreciate it. We do. But he had this silly, before he left, he's talking about his silly tweet question that he's calling a vital question. Washer, dryer, left or right? (laughs) Pretty funny. Now, of course, I mean, in my house now, the dryer is to the left. Now, according to this Michael Pelka poll, 64% of you have the washer on the left. And a 24% have the dryer on the left. 7% have the washer on the bottom. I mean, why would you put the washer on the bottom? I guess because it's the heaviest. I don't know. It would seem to me that you would want to be able to put the clothes from the washer, lift them down to the dryer, but what do I know? Anyway, and 5% of you don't have a washer and dryer. I feel for you. When I was a kid... We used to have to go to the laundromat every week. And I can remember to this day walking to the laundromat, pulling the red wagon full of dirty clothes, and then taking the laundromat, which was, you know, five or six blocks down. Go to the laundromat, do all the clothes, fold them, fold them up nicely, put them back in the wagon, and wheel them back home. I said at that time, there will be no more laundromats in my life. I do everything I possibly can to avoid laundromats. Okay. At one point, I did have to use the laundromat when the washer and dryer had not been delivered. When we moved to Texas 
from Pennsylvania when we came here with the Glen, you know, when we moved here to Texas. There was a, a period of time that the washer and dryer had not been delivered from our home in Pennsylvania to our place, our new home in Texas. I damn near just bought new clothes every day, so I didn't have to go to the laundromat. But, honey, we, we'd be broke. I don't care. It kept me away from the laundromat, but I didn't. I detest laundromats. So I feel for you that don't have washer and dryers. And then I was thinking about why my dryer is on the left at this house. And it's only because that's the way whoever built the house has it set up. Because if I were to do it myself, the washer would be on the left and the dryer would be on the right. Welcome to the broadcast. 888-900-3393. This is the Jeff Fisher program. There's plenty of stuff going on. Uh, today we're going to go a little in depth on some robots. Uh, I've got a, I've got an author that uh, talks about will robots take your job. I'm, I, I should be fascinating. I, I'm, I'm fascinated to hear uh, what he thinks. I started reading, uh, going through his book and uh, seeing his ideas on it and seeing what he feels. And uh, we are behind the eight ball. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to him about that uh, next hour. Uh, some of the headlines that'll get you through, uh, you know, Monday when you go to work, you're out and about, you're sitting, you know, maybe tomorrow at church and people, you know, you're done with church and you're having a little coffee and cookie and uh, people are talking about what's going on in the news. Plenty of stories, plenty of stories out there for you. And I want you to be able to at least go, yeah, you know, I heard about that and at least have the headline under your belt. So some of the stories that you'll be talking about. Fox News anchor host Eric Bowling accused of inappropriate communications with co-workers, according to a report by the <clears throat> Huffington Post. Uh, Bowling reportedly sent an unsolicited photo of male genitalia to multiple women. Now, the recipients of the photo confirmed its contents to HuffPost, uh, which is not revealing their identities. Oh, Okay. They're former Fox colleagues, and it happened several years ago. So what are we to make from this? I mean, I, I don't know. And also, and I would say, if Eric would have completely come out and said, this is insane, stop it, then I would have said, you know, it's a witch hunt years ago, who cares? But his response from his attorney Mr. Bowling recalls no such inappropriate communications. Does not believe he sent any such communications. And will vigorously pursue his legal remedies for any false and defamatory accusations that were made. Now, in legal ease, yeah, that's a denial. But it just kind of, you know what, I don't recall. Did I send a picture of my genitals to her I, you know I can't recall I can't recall any such you know if you want to call it inappropriate communication okay so good luck Eric they're going to try to drive him into the ground with that and as long as we're talking about inappropriate communications Pete Rose under the watchful eye of the world again they will not leave this guy alone they were not leave Pete Rose alone. He was supposed to be honored uh, by the Philadelphia Phillies this weekend. Eh, eh, no. Uh, apparently, uh, they're giving him a hard time because they believe that he had uh, a sexual relationship 
uh, in the 70s with a minor. Now, Rose acknowledged that he had the sexual relationship with the woman in court documents that were made public Monday. Uh, but he said that she was he thought he was she was 16, which was legal age of consent in Ohio. You know, nobody said he was he was 34 at the time, married, father of two. He doesn't remember how long the relationship lasted. So, I mean, okay, so he's not a good guy. <laughs> okay, so we got it. He's not a good guy. He's a baseball superstar running around the country having sex with anything he can. Good thing that doesn't happen anymore. But uh, they are not leaving. Uh, the Phillies also said they were not be giving away the Rose bobblehead figure. <laughs> oh, come on. If anyone out there has an opportunity to get a Rose, Pete Rose bobblehead, please send it to me. I desperately want a Pete Rose bobblehead. So they're not, you know, this comes out. There's no, I mean, they'll, Pete, I love you. And I believe you should be in the Hall of Fame. No question. If anything, you should be in the Hall of Fame as a player. And then we just throw in the asterisk that uh, he was, uh, you know, he was gambling uh, as a manager. Something, or we don't mention it at all. But as a player, it's a it's a it's a crime that he's not in the Hall of Fame. But now, as they just keep piling on new information about the. Bad guyishness of Pete Rose. He's going nowhere. It's not going to happen. Sorry, Pete. I was for you, bud, bud. You're not going to make it. Oh, I really, I thought she was 16. Uh, it doesn't work. Even if it was back in the 70s. I mean, Pete's been married for quite a while now. Pete's what, like, how old is Pete? 75? He's got to be. I bet you Pete Rose is probably pushing 80 now. He looks pretty good for 80. And his wife is like 10. No, his wife... This particular wife, and see, that's what I mean. He's not a good guy. This particular wife is is way younger than him. So God bless him. How old is he? 76. I could call him. Thank you, 75. How old is his wife? Come on, this wife has got to be, I think this wife is probably what, maybe 45? This one? Come on now. Now, his partner? No, I don't. Oh, we got look. Look, make double check that. Thirty-seven, forty-five. Yeah, I cut the old hag of forty-five. No way, Pete's not doing that. Thirty. <laughs> so okay, I got it. He's not a good guy in his personal life, but he's still Pete Rose, right? No, okay. Remember uh, Martin Scarelli, the arrogant. punk from New York that bought bought the rights to uh, the EpiPen and then rose the price, <laughs> then just jacked up the price and said, tough, get over it. Well, he was found guilty of three counts of securities fraud, cons- conspiracy to commit securities fraud, and conspiracy to commit wire fraud. Uh, the prosecutors uh, had accused uh, him of uh, repeatedly misleading investors about what he was doing with their money. He told lies upon lies, including at one time claiming he had $40 million in one of his funds when he only had $300 in the bank. 
In one case, he bought rights to a life-saving drug in 2014 and promptly raised the price from $13.50 a pill to $750 a pill. Wow. He was arrested in 2015 on charges he looted another drug company he founded of $11 million in stock and cash to pay the hedge fund investors. Now, he keeps calling this a witch hunt. He said just hours after uh, just hours after he was convicted, he boasted about his chances of avoiding prison during a live stream video. See, Martin, this is why people don't like you. This is why you're an arrogant little bastard. I'm one of the richest New Yorkers there is, and after today's outcome, it's going to stay that way. What a douche. He taunted prosecutors and predicted his odds of not getting prison time were pretty good. Hey. If the government wants to spend tens of millions of dollars and that's all that's all I get, <laughs> uh, the prosecutor's case was pretty pitiful performance. <laughs> Martin Scarelli, good luck not going to jail, pal. Good luck not going to jail. I stayed up last night until all hours because I missed Anthony Scaramucci's tweet calling off his webcast. So he tweets yesterday afternoon. He's calling off his webcast. I didn't see it. I expected. I kept looking for the alert. I kept looking. I was up all night waiting for the the Mooch webcast because he was going to tell it all. He was going to tell it all on his webcast, tell his side of the White House disgrace. But uh, no. Uh, in yesterday afternoon, he tweeted. <laughs> He tweeted that he was that he that he was going to call it off, and I missed it. He tweeted off no press event tomorrow, focusing on family, my work in the private sector, moving forward. Stay tuned. Oh, we will, Mooch. We will. You talk about a guy that's had some tough days, man. Now he's got you know a few million in the bank, so God bless him. But you want to talk about a guy that's had some tough days? I mean, he's out of work. Says yes to a job, then Trump calls, so he says yes to Trump, says no to the job that he'd already accepted, goes to the White House, stays there for 10 days, gets fired, the wife is pregnant, she leaves. I can't, I can't take you anymore. <laughs> That's some tough days. That's why I was kind of looking forward to the webcast. But uh didn't happen. And uh, the White House is uh, underextended... Uh, remodeling going on right now. Trump uh, left yesterday. He's going to be spending some time. Where would you think Donald Trump would go to spend some time away from the White House? Mar-a-Lago? Yeah, it's Florida. And yeah, tropical storms coming through. Nope, let's go to my club in New Jersey. Yep, taking the staff there. We're going there for 17 days. The White House is going to be replacing the West Wing's 27-year-old heating and ventilation air conditioning HVAC system. 27 years the, the, new, the AC and heating system has been in there. Now they claim that because the frequency of use, the HVAC system's usage age is pegged at around 84 years old. That means my air conditioning units at my house are about 150. <laughs> Come on. You're supposed to be able to use them like that, aren't you? Among the other facets of the White House that will be refurbished are the Navy Mess Kitchen, a restaurant at the West Wing run by the U.S. Navy, the building's lower lobby, the information technology system, and other generic cosmetic upgrades. Yeah, that might not be a bad thing to work on that whole IT system. There's been a few issues surrounding that. Uh, yeah, not necessarily Donald, but, uh, you know, 
Okay, there's been some issues uh, around the uh, entire uh, Washington, D.C. Now, the White House has not been uh, worked on, man, since, I mean, it's been since Eisenhower. It's quite a ways. It's quite a ways. I mean, there's got to be some, uh, got to be some, uh, maybe some paneling that needs to be changed. And that could have been why Trump was joking the other day about everybody was so wound up about he called the White House a dump. Of course, it's a dump to him. It doesn't have the gold fixtures and it doesn't have the the beautiful Manhattan skyline. It's Donald Trump. Of course, it's a dump to him. But that's I mean, he was joking around. They're coming to they're remodeling it. It's a dump. It's Donald messing around on the golf course deal. And do you remember the baby that had heart surgery in the womb? It was born this week. Yeah. It was born. It was great. Uh, It was born blue like it was supposed to be. But it came out crying, which they didn't expect. And think about that. It had heart surgery in the womb. Tell me again when life starts. Because I can't remember what the... Here we go. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show. Also, a massive search is underway after a Marine Corps aircraft crashed off the coast of Australia. Uh, 23 of the 26 service members were on board uh, have been recovered. They are still uh, searching for the other three. That is an ongoing news story as we speak. And, I mean, look, good times are just around the corner. Uh, the Mega Millions did not have a winner. So right now... Uh, the next Mega Millions drawing will be $346 million. Uh, tonight, the the jackpot, the uh, the uh, Powerball, uh, is going to be estimated at about $286 million. So listen, I love you, and you know that, right? But if I happen to hit that uh, and... You tune in next Saturday and you hear the open, and then you hear. You know that. Uh, you know that I won. <laughs> it may not have been announced anywhere. I might because it's going to take a little while. You got to get your got to get your things in order before you take it to them and say, "Hey, here's my ticket. Here's my winning ticket." And I want the cash payout, please. And, uh, you know, I want to take the longest amount of time before you announce who won it. But you'll know. You will know because when you tune in to the Jeff Fisher Show, <laughs> and you'll say to yourself, he won. <laughs> and you can count on me taking the cash payout. No question. Okay, I want the cash payout. Go ahead and take your little tax money out of there, whatever it is. Because whatever you're getting, $286 million or over $300 million, I mean, you're still walking out of there with $150 million, probably a lot more, probably a lot more but even if you walk out of there with $150 million, I mean, I'm willing to go ahead and say that I could be okay with that. I know it bumps up the tax bracket, but, you know, so be it. 
So just know that uh, when you hear this is like a <laughs> this is like a public service announcement. When you hear this, the host has won the lottery. The host has won the lottery. So much more on the Jeff Fisher broadcast coming up here on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you so much for uh, coming along for the ride today. I've got, uh, man, I've got so much stuff to get to every Saturday. You're going to be so full of information after this program. <laughs> I mean, all I can tell you is you're welcome. I mean, you're welcome. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show is on. That it is. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. All right, so I also uh, I failed to mention uh, in the first half hour that uh, we have a uh, we have a travel ban. Uh, the NCAA or the NCAA? No, the NCAA doesn't have a, a travel ban as of yet. I mean, they might have. They might jump on this as well. But uh, the NAACP which may impact the NCAA, uh, has put a travel ban on uh, the state of Missouri. Uh, be careful. Uh, they want to uh, they want to tell you that it could be, could be dangerous for you, people of color, to travel to the state of Missouri. Tell me if I'm wrong, but aren't there... Aren't there People of color and black people and African-American people living in Missouri already? Okay. I thought there was. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just told no. So, eh. well, good, good luck. And don't travel to the great state of Missouri. So I'm driving, uh, I'm driving uh, around uh, being the chauffeur, being my kid's Uber. And... Uh, they're telling me about uh, yesterday. They're talking to me about YouTube being sued, and they're talking about the uh, you know the YouTubers. And I mean, my kids—they've got a list of YouTubers that they're fans of. They don't watch television. They—they they watch YouTube. They have YouTube stars that they you know that they watch. You, the YouTubers, and uh, they're telling me how that YouTube is finally is finally getting sued. Those bastards hate YouTube, even though you use it free but i hate it so anyway and they're trying to tell me the story about uh, uh how youtube had uh changed their algorithm and uh this particular youtuber or youtubers um lost you know like 90 percent of their revenue because of the way youtube had reconfigured and that you know they're finally being sued, and they're hoping to uh, you know have other YouTubers come on board and uh, who lost uh, who lost money. And other other YouTubers have talked about uh, losing money, and they go tell you what to do to go through to make sure that you subscribe and unsubscribe and all that kind of stuff. 
And they were telling me a story about a guy who, when YouTube changed their algorithm to make it uh, ad friendly, and then they said that you, uh, uh, one of the one of the things that they talked about was the um, the the rights, right? So if you don't have the rights to the music, they can't they cut a bunch of channels because a lot of people were using music video and and music that they didn't have the rights to, which is fair. So one guy. Uh, decides, well, look, I, instead of getting pulled from YouTube, I'm going to take down the uh, videos that have the music in it, that has the rights on it. But when he did that, see, then it takes down his his actual subscriber and view list, which then takes him off the trending charts of YouTube, which then takes him off. Nobody knows, nobody, everybody that logs onto YouTube, does it just doesn't pop up. You have to actually physically search for this particular YouTuber. So he lost all kinds of money doing that. And YouTube is like, and I'm trying to tell my kids, well, you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure. I mean, YouTube's a private company. Uh, they can pretty much do what they want. Uh, you're counting on them. You're using their product uh, to post your material, and they're taking your product and selling advertising, and they're giving you a cut from that. Uh, you know, you got to do kind of what they want you to do or you don't get your cut. Well, the apocalypse, the YouTube, uh, the YouTube based uh, show apocalypse, right? Um, the lawsuit begins in March of this year when several brands pulled advertising from YouTube uh, after learning that some spots had been automatically attached to videos promoting terrorism and hate speech in response, the video site improved its safeguards, right. making it easier for the brands to avoid pairing their ads with the risky content, content types. Uh, mm, no, it's appeased the brands, but it uh, had its unintended effect. And I, unintended, it might not necessarily be the right word. Some creators complained that their channels had become unintended victims of YouTube's effort to shield brands from dangerous content. Many channels saw massive drops in revenue, some losing all of their ads. And this apocalypse, they were making ten to thirteen thousand. I'm sorry, fifteen thousand. Ten to fifteen grand a month. I mean, I'm I'm willing to vi- edit some videos for ten grand a month. What do you think? But it dropped down to $333 a month. I mean, that puts some people out of business. If you have video editors, some of these YouTubers, so I'm listening to my kids and I'm thinking, well, you know, if you come up with some content, you know, I'll, I'll let you get a YouTube channel and then we can get you, you know, we'll get you, we'll get you a laptop for the back room and you guys can edit videos, a couple of, get you a couple of decent cameras and you guys can create some content and, you know, then you can learn, you know, have your own schedule and you can learn what it's like to, you know, create something and then edit it and upload it and try to get people to watch it and advertise it, that kind of thing. You know, it'd be a good thing. And, uh, and my son says, yeah, well, you know, maybe if it gets going, I can get a, you know, we can go ahead and get a video editor. Many of the YouTubers have their video editors and when the money got cut, they had to drop it. Stop it. Okay. What do you do for a living? I edit uh, the Apocalypse YouTube videos. Okay. Good for you. Good for you. Now, the lawsuit is uh, 
targeting California's unfair competition law. The two creators hope that they can compel YouTube to reveal the specifics of its algorithms. <laughs> Good luck. YouTube has a duty to disclose with detailed specificity and complete transparency the terms by which content is selected or deselected for monetization. Okay. Failing to disclose this essential information to content providers along with maintaining unilateral control to change the terms and conditions which govern the payment received by content providers for their creative work is anti-competitive, harmful to the creative content market, and also a breach of good faith and fair dealing. And that's I'm prior to this next uh, a paragraph. I was telling my kids, you know, again, I was saying, well, YouTube, I'm sure, you know, they're they're a private company, so I'm sure they have a disclaimer, and, and I don't know this because I haven't really. I mean, I, do I use YouTube? Absolutely. Do am I aware of all their rules and regulations? No, I am not a YouTuber. Although for ten to fifteen thousand dollars a month, I could become one. Uh, I'm thinking, well, YouTube's got to have their disclaimer, like. You can put up anything you want, but, uh, and if you make some money, we'll share it with you. Good day. Other than that, have a nice day. If we feel like we don't like your video or you're putting up crap, we'll pull it. If we don't put ads on your video, you're not going to make anything. Good day. We'll give you a penny a subscriber. Whatever the deal is. Whatever the deal is. That's their deal. It's the private company, and you either can use them or not use them. The big obstacle the lawsuit will have to overcome can be found right at the top of YouTube's terms of service. Although we may attempt to notify you when major changes are made to these terms of service, you should periodically review the most up-to-date version. YouTube may, in its sole discretion, modify or revise these terms of service and policies at any time, and you agree to be bound by such modifications or revisions. Nothing in these terms of service shall be deemed to confer any third-party rights or benefits. Now, YouTube responded with, look, we've always worked hard to provide creators with the opportunity to earn revenue on our platform. (laughs) We've tried hard for that. And uh, you know what? We're still trying hard for that. But uh, you can go beat sand trying to get some more out of this. So good luck with that. I mean, I get get their frustration. It is is a frustrating thing when you're especially using a product uh, and you've been making uh, some decent income. And then uh, the rug gets pulled out from underneath you. I can understand the frustration. But um, you've got to be prepared when you're using another person's product. Uh, They get to do what they want with their product. That's what makes this America. (laughs) Yeah. uh, You know what? You can start your own YouTube. Yeah. You can do that. You can start your own YouTube. And then you could make up your own rules. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher. Yes. Hey, that's me. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Follow me on Twitter, at JeffyMRA. Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. Instagram, at JeffyMRA. And, of course, uh, you can go to my channel on The Blaze. Just go to theblaze.com. You'll see the channels. Click on the channel. Scroll down. I see Jeff Fisher. 
uh, Jeffy Fisher, click on that and just like it or follow it or whatever they tell you to do. And then when stuff gets posted on there, they'll they'll let you know. Uh, coming up next hour, we're going to be talking to Nigel Cameron. Will Robots Take Your Jobs is his book, and it's fascinating um, because everyone's kind of trying to dodge the bullet over uh, should we be worried or should we not be worried, and should we be thinking about it. And uh, apparently, uh, at least the United States has been not on the cutting edge of thinking ahead, and we better do that soon. When you go to uh, the website uh, glennbeck.com, there is a poll that asks, uh, what do you think? Uh, Does AI creep you out or make you excited? Take the poll. And you scroll down and it says, hey, does AI make you nervous? Yes, it's creepy and a huge unknown. No, when and where do I get my own robot? I'm clicking on that one. No, when and where do I get my own robot? Let's see what happens. Vote now. I voted now. Come on. Vote now. Why won't it? Why can't I vote? <laughs> Why can't I vote? I want to know what if I'm like other people or not. It's not. All right, we're going to reset the stupid thing. I want to vote. I want to find out if it's creepy or if I'm like other people. Does AI give you heebie-jeebies? Okay. Vote now. No. Okay. All right. No. When and where do I get my own robot? Only 13%? 87% of you said, yes, it's creepy and a huge unknown. Wait till you get your own robot. Then, then you'll be singing a different tune. Okay? And never mind. Never mind that, uh, you know, that Facebook is pulled the plug on the, you know, they, they've pulled the plug. They made a big deal out of them pulling the plug on the robots that were creating their own language. Shut down a pair of its artificial intelligence robots. They invented their own language, but they just bought another AI company. Uh, just within the, after the time that this story broke, they bought another AI company. So I don't think Facebook is giving up. Uh, I think they just made a big deal out of this to make it look like uh, we've got it under control. There's no way we would ever let robots rule anything other than we're ruling them. Now, the language I found fascinating, uh, Bob and Alice, the two robots. Uh, Bob, I can, I, I, everything else. Alice, balls have zero to me, 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 to me. Bob. You, I, everything else. Alice, balls have a ball to me, 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 to me. Bob, I, I, can, I, 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 everything else. Alice, balls have a ball to me, to me, to me, to me, to. Bob, I. Now, you laugh, and I laugh, because it sounds kind of funny. However, they understood each other. They knew exactly. I mean, Bob knew exactly what Alice meant when Alice said, balls have a ball to me, to me, to me, to me, to me, to me, too. I mean, that's what Bob went, I. (laughs) So, I mean, don't laugh. (laughs) I, okay? 
Because you could be Bob at any point in time. You know, Bob is Bob's like the Bob's, <laughs> Bob's the husband. I. She won't shut up about the balls to me, to me, to me, to me. I. All right, I got it. I got that's just his short. I got it. That's robot verbi. I got it. I just shut up, Alice. I take you anymore. That's what it is. I figured it out, Facebook. Don't you call call me. Call me. I'll stop by and we'll figure out the we'll figure out the Bob and Alice uh what they're talking about. Because Bob is like, I can, I, I, everything else. I mean, you know what he's saying there, right? Yeah, I got it, Alice. Just leave get off me. Leave me alone. And she's like, balls have zero to me, 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 to me. That's Alice saying, uh, get off me. Bob is like, you, I, everything else? Uh, balls have a ball to me, to me, to me, to me, to me, to me, to me. Right here, Bob's getting a little frustrated. And he's like, I, I, can, I, 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 everything else. And Alice is like, Balls have a ball to me, to me, to me, to me, to me, to me, too. And Bob is like, I. I mean, that's just you and me. Just like, I, oh, I got it. Okay, I got it. Just stop speaking. Okay, Alice. I. This is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network.